This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Jan, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I was just about to prepare a chat a chat subject because now they were trying to get hold of you. But thanks for joining us, Jan. Uh, I guess I'll just chat to the guys tomorrow about something I had in mind. But for now, welcome to the show once again. Always great chatting to you. Let's unpack a few of the articles uh, that have appeared on my broadband today. Certainly uh, needed some explanation with some of them. But uh, let's start with uh, Andre de Reuter's It's Over. What what's going? What yes. is, exactly? What does he mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that okay. was his answer mm-hmm. when asked um, if if anything could be done to convince him to stay on as ESCOM CEO. Okay. So if if uh, President Ramaphosa could employ any Minister of Energy, if any changes could be made to convince him to stay on, and he said no, it's over. Uh, it's um, the the situation, you know, the political situation between him and the Ministry of um, Energy, specifically Minister Gwede Mantashe, I think has, has just become uh, so untenable that mm-hmm. he's like, no, I, I there's, guess there's just no coming back from this. It's it's done, the, you know, and good God, Godspeed to the next CEO yeah, indeed, indeed, given what's going on. Maybe if they convinced him with another title like the Minister of Power Surge, maybe that would have sounded a bit more appealing. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But okay. Yeah, we yeah, can, we can, knows. that's for another discussion. So that's what's going on there. Well, uh, yeah, let's see what transpires at uh, ESCOM. Boy, sure, Lord, the good Lord does, uh, sure knows that uh, we need some sound leadership uh, to come in on that as soon as possible. Let's see what happens. All we can do is just hope and pray that things can just come right somehow. Jan, um, looking at Formula One, it will never go electric. What's going on with them? What, what, what are they going on about? This was, this was super interesting feedback from the CEO of, of Formula One. Or, or a super interesting take, I should say. Mm-hmm. And, and it's actually encouraging to see this level of debate and discourse mm-hmm. into the situation of, of the, the climate crisis. So his argument is that, um, just, um, you know, wholesale, uh, ripping up old technology and replacing it with, with now specifically electric cars is not necessarily the soundest route to go. And what they are going to be doing as Formula One is introducing uh, fuels that are cleaner. And so, um, you know, fuels that, that help them get to like a, a, a net carbon neutral place. Okay. Um, and the, what's interesting about innovations like that in a sport like Formula One is one can imagine that that might spill over into into regular cars. Now, that's obviously if this is not just propaganda and bluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if this is true, then it then it's quite exciting because the thing about um, you know about uh, introducing you know just going okay no you know no more uh, petrol and diesel cars only electric is that that comes with a with a huge upfront cost, an environmental cost that that needs to be factored in, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, it's it, it was interesting to to hear him to hear him promise no, never, and this is what we have planned. And it's not like no, we're going to you know keep you know uh, burning fossil fuels and you know whatever about the planet. It's like mm-hmm. no, we've got a plan, mm-hmm. um, and and we think our plan is is you know better long term for the planet than wholesale 
um, you know, just, uh, you know, ripping up this technology and mining a whole bunch of lithium and, sure. you know, all kinds of other stuff that's necessary uh, to, to um, you know, uh, uh, turn the sport electric. So and plus we already have a Formula E. So it's uh, it's it's interesting. And, and I do hope that something comes of that promise of of um, you know using the just billions of dollars that Formula One generates to develop clean fuels because technology like that could really do a lot of good. Certainly, it can. I mean, how, if you think how it can expand to the domestic market, if that's the case, it'll certainly alleviate some concerns that people have in terms, in, especially in terms of affordability. As you say, I'm just curious about one thing there, uh, Jan. Do you think that could have anything to do with performance? Of the vehicles, um, I, I I don't know. I think it's got to do with because I mean, if you look at how how well cars like Teslas perform, right? Uh, you know, there there might be something to say here about top speeds and and, yes. and so on. But but like acceleration in a in an electric vehicle is just enormous. Okay. And so these these cars are are incredibly fast off the mark. Um, they can they can go really fast as well. Um, you know, it'd be interesting, you know, to see what the limits of that are in a Formula One type situation, which is what Formula E is for. Um, but it, I mean, it would fundamentally change the sport, right? So, right. so instead of, I mean, th- there's all kinds of um, like technicalities around how much fuel, you know, you're allowed in your tank, you know, based on you know how much you you left after the qualifying round and like. Um, if if you take fuel, liquid fuel, out of the equation, like the 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 whole structure of the sport suddenly changes. It's not the same sport anymore. Indeed, it will change the profile, as you say. It'll just yeah, change. It will it will alter the overall profile of of the sport. Uh, yeah, point taken. Thanks for that, Jan. Very interesting. I uh, liked your uh, breakdown on that. Uh, the difference between uh, well, electric electric power and fuel power. We don't have much time left to unpack the next issue. Multi choice revealing DSTV stream streaming limit plans. <laughs> Please tell us yeah, more. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 keep it brief. Um, the the news here is that MultiChoice is hoping to introduce a solution mm-hmm. to its streaming limit by the middle of the year. So to, to, to now the context to that, bringing people up to speed, is last year, it just, um, it just uh, you know, unilaterally decided uh, to, to reduce the, the number of simultaneous streams. Mm-hmm. DSTV subscribers were allowed on their online, uh, you know, live streaming accounts, down from two to one. And, and that just had tremendous repercussions. So firstly, um, screencasting is still broken. So, right. um, if you were watching DSTV, you know, via a streaming only account using a Chromecast or a similar device, you know, um, you know, casting from your, you know, Android or Apple smartphone or tablet or another device right. to a TV screen, then that's broken. You can no longer use that. Um, and uh, uh, some TVs, the app stopped working. Um, and in fact, um, MultiChoice has dropped support for certain Samsung and Hisense TVs subsequent to this. Um, some older models, okay. Samsung TVs, I think 2016 and 2017 models, and some newer model Hisense TVs, they've just dropped support for, saying that they you know they don't support the security technologies that that they need, and uh, you know they, don't, they they they're constantly cagey 
about how much information they're giving us. So we have to read between the lines. And I can't help but but um, come to the conclusion that the security technology they're talking about is the security technology they're trying to build um, to allow uh, multiple streams again. Um, so, you know, we don't know how many streams they want to allow, if it's back up to two or more. But the technology, they're calling it proximity control. Okay. And essentially what that means is if you are near to another DSTV device, then they will allow you multiple streams. And so even that is quite limiting because it means it sounds like what they, what MultiChoice is going to do is force you to have a DSTV device in your home, either a decoder or a streamer or, or something like that, in order to to um, allow multiple streams in your home. And for those who might not know, multiple streams are important to some households because it allows some people to watch DSTV on the TV downstairs mm-hmm. um, and while somebody else enjoys a separate program on their tablet. Or if you're in a decoder household, the decoders on the TVs and then, you know, uh, say one child on their bed on the tablet and another child behind or, you know, another person in the household, maybe um, grand or grandpa's in the house sure. watching from a computer. Um, so that's why multiple streams are important. Okay, Jan. Right. I guess uh, one's just got to read up on this and just keep an eye out on that. Jan, thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. It's just gone about 6 o'clock. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day and have a good evening. Jan Vermeulen unpacking a few articles that have, appro- have appeared rather, on my broadband.